G'day and welcome back to The Bounce of the Ball. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please remember to give us a five-star review and to share us on the socials. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel and like all our videos. Okay. Bro, so we are back. Episode 36 of the NBA Talk. What's doing? Oh, my life's falling apart. My soccer team can't win a game. The Lakers signed Pat Beverly. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyhow, so as per the tradition, it's episode 36. So do you want to get us started, bro? Um, yeah, well, um, Darius Sarge. There you go. Not a bad talent. Uh, I'm going to go with Shaq. Shaq from his Celtics day. Oh, mate, why would you bring that awful colour into this pod? Uh, well, there isn't many to pick from with this number, and as you'll see, there'll be another one as well. So, here you go. Uh, Kevon Looney. And I'll finish this up with Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. Oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> on with the show. So this week on the show, it's been a while. It's been a minute indeed. Sorry, we're looking a bit weary-eyed. It's a late-night podcast. We're up watching the EPL. It's running in the background, so Chappie might be slightly distracted from time to time. He's yeah. hoping, man, you can somehow get a, uh, get a draw. They're winning at the moment. He doesn't want them to win. He wants to draw, but, you know, it is what it is. So back to what's been happening in the NBA while we've been gone. So KD... He's finally sorted out his shit with the NBR, the Nets front office. Um, he's had a meeting the other day with Steve Nash and Sean Marks. So, yeah, we're going to ask the question, can they contend this year? Um, LeBron's really signed with the Lakers on big, big money. Well, we're going to ask questions about what that means about retooling and, yeah, some other acquisitions that have happened in the meantime. Um, NBA 2K is being released next week or within 10, 12 days. So 2K23, we're pretty psyched about that. So we might have a quick little chat about that and little discussion topic. Um, Javonte Murray's Be Humble. He's been running a bit of a muck during the Pro-Ams and there was another little incident during the Pro-Ams that happened the other day as well with Chet Holgram. It's ruled him out for the season. Might have a talk about that. Okay, so let's get amongst it. Start us off, the KD drama. Mm -hmm. uh, a bit of a timeline. So KD's demanded a trade. Every man and his dog decides to put the entire trade market on hold for the past, God knows how many months now. It seems like two months. Probably is about two months, six weeks at the most. Oh, it's, it's been forever. It felt like forever, dude. But now apparently that's all sorted and the market started moving again, slowly ramping back up again. Pat Bev had a bit of a snapback about KD taking all that time for it just to pan out to nothing. He's like, oh, people are trying to get jobs out here. It's like, oh, well, it's not KD's fault that he's so sought after in a sense. But I don't know. People have opinions on it. Um, yeah, what's no. yours, man? I think it was extremely well played by the Nets. You make it seem as if you're going to cower to his demands and you're more than willing to trade him depending on what you yep. can get back. Um, 
honestly, I think if Gobert hadn't been traded yet, KD may have had a chance of going. But after what um, <clears throat> Gobert went for, there's absolutely no way any other team would have been able to afford KD. Not a chance on earth. No, not a chance at all. So I just sit there and think the Nets play the trade in the market, and then a player like KD comes along. It's like, well, I'm worth double that. I want ten picks. This player worth triple that, mate. Like in KD, reality, but like yeah. no one's worth fifteen picks. No, but as I said, Gobert went for overs, like well and truly overs. So oh, yeah, of course. What do you do? Like KD has what four years left on his deal. How is Gobert fudging the market again? He did it with his contract, and now he's doing it with his like with his trade value. It's just insane, man. Look, he's a great defensive player in the post. You know what I mean, and he protects yeah. the rim extremely well. Um, he's probably the best rim protector in the NBA. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, he, yeah, offensively, he's not worth the max. Defensively, on the perimeter, he's not worth the max. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah. Yeah, he guards one or two positions. He doesn't guard the whole floor. So No, he doesn't. Um, and once you get him out on the perimeter, like, you've, you've done him. Um, it, it was a strange yeah. trade, and I think that's just impacted the market majorly. Um, KD was not – there's no way the Nets were going to trade him and not get fair value after what Gobert went for, and no team can afford it. So he was stuck. Uh, I just think it's going to impact Kyrie as well. Yep. Uh, I think Kyrie is part of the deal of the negotiations to like, yeah, I think that he wants to play with Kyrie, okay? And that was the ultimate goal. And he wanted to leverage himself to essentially shore up some things to happen with the club. That's all I think what he wanted to do in the end. But um, but nothing changed, bro. He still has the same coach who he said he didn't like. The GM's the same. It's all right. He's leveraging. Get a trade. And it's something that he might not have meant to do, but he has happened, I think, in a sense. He's kind of fractured some of the... um. Team chemistry around the league, you reckon? Yeah, entirely, man. Like, not intentionally, but it's definitely going to have happened. People know that they're in packages ready to go and they know what their value is to the team and who's the number one and who's not now, where it may have been, you know, um, I don't know. And I suppose it's in the reality. Or, you're Brown knows he was part of a trade package, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going to do to the Celtics? You know what I mean? Is he going to be cool with that moving forward? Is he going to be like, screw these guys the next time negotiations come around and just look to walk out the door? Yeah, but that's what the Celtics have always been, though. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have any loyalty to that team moving forward. But name a player who did have loyalty to the Celtics after what they did to um, Thomas. Jason Tatum. Do you reckon he was loyal to that team? I reckon he's being loyal to them, yeah. I don't know. I find it very hard because everyone knows that the Celtics will ditch you the instant they get an offer that they want for you. There's no yeah. loyalty there. None. Like, They're remember when keep him they... pair with uh, KD, but so. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that would have been amazing. But um, can you imagine guiding that? Yeah, it'd um, be crazy. Um, yeah. 
But Jalen Brown, who's been a cornerstone of I their think Brown and KD be even nastier, but yeah. But I just sit there and think like Brown's been a cornerstone of that organization. Um, they've come up he together. Consistently shows up in in the postseason too. Consistently. He consistently shows up in the postseason as well. Exactly. He's a great yeah. player for him. And as he said, for them just to try to get rid of him like that, I don't know, it's awful. It's an awful, awful, awful feeling. And I feel sorry for him. Yeah, so I wonder how much it will affect their chemistry moving forward. It's going to be interesting to see that. So, um, yeah. So that goes moving forward. Anyway, the Nets, um, I think one of the more interesting moves the Nets are going to make it's been floated that they're going to move uh, Simmons to center. Now, that's going to be a really good move because even in switch scenarios, he can guard all five positions. It doesn't really matter what happens there. And he is capable, I think, of playing pretty handy small ball center at times. So that could be an insane team in transition when you think about it. I think that will improve him in transition because now you can oh, toss dude. the team. And he's coming, like, he's freight training it. He's a playmaker. Yeah, being guarded by a center. Like, I, I think it'd be great for him. Yeah, I think so too. I'm getting a few, like, magic vibes from that. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him pack on a few pounds and imagine him matching up against Embiid. He's going to play out this year. No. I'd really like to see that. He tried to live rent free in his head, I'm sure, Embiid. But um That's what I'm saying. Who's gonna throw the first punch, bro? I don't think anyone's gonna throw a punch. I think it'd be interesting to see how much KD helps helps Ben Simmons in that situation and tries to deflect most of the heat onto him and starts chomping back at Embiid and that. So I think that'll be interesting to see how that thing pans out, man. Like um Does KD yeah. actually do that though? Yeah, he did last year, man. Not for him, like for himself, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. He doesn't mind chomping back, man. I know that for a fact. So, yeah, we'll see how the Nets go moving forward. They're going to be an interesting thing to watch, but we're going to head over to the West now, over to your little team, that little market team over there. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Don't get all salty. <laughs> Bro, you just you're just trying to put it out on the pod after I ripped you today. Oh, whatever. Here we go. So LeBron <laughs> has extended with the Lakers. Good news for you. He um, Harden. Big big money. That's what I'm saying. He should have done the James Harden and allowed the organization to retool, then take what's left over. Do you like, think that he's? giving them the option to cash in on him as a trade asset now next year or the year after when Bronny gets drafted? Honestly, I just think that... Um, if you think about... What was it extend him to? So he's he's on this year and he has, he's has he been extended two more years. Yeah. So that'll take him through this year and next year with the Lakers and then Bronny's getting drafted. Whoever drafts Bronny that year... Will have the opportunity of trading for LeBron. That's what LeBron has told everyone. And what he's doing in this point, and what the Lakers, I think, are doing, is giving himself an insurance policy that he's just going to walk out the door for Pittens and they're going to have to retool from scratch with nothing. They're going to try and get as many assets as they can for LeBron when he walks out the door. 
Okay. And why not? Who's, who's trading for a 40, 41 year old LeBron and like paying a King's, King's ransom for him? I'm not. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I would in all honesty, it'll be a I think small... he's a bit delusional about it, man. But like, I think that's everyone's saying, and everyone's really kind of excited about the prospect of LeBron playing with his son. So, who is? Well, like, does that excite you? Not at all. Does that does, doesn't excite me. And you're going to get rid of your best players to get an old LeBron. It'd be cool to watch, man. That's all I'm saying. But you know, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. But for an organization, what's the value in it? To get bums on seats for one season, what's the point? Oh, I'll tell you what, you'd make a lot of cheddar, a lot of cheddar of jersey sales. Or James Six and James Zero. Or yeah, Bronny plays with the number zero, doesn't he? I'm not too sure, but you make a lot of money, man, of jersey sales. So it could be enough to put a franchise up massively financially within a 12 month time frame and maybe worth every penny. I also you know, I don't know. I don't see what if like you are a lottery team potentially i don't know how i don't know where bronny's gonna go he might go late first round or whatever if he goes late first round yeah cool because that's a team that's a good team already but they're not gonna want lebron that's the point that i'm trying to make it'd be a small little team like small little team i was gonna say like chicago but that's just being disingenuous um it would be a tiny team. So imagine OKC. OKC would do something like that. OKC uh, is probably the only team with the assets to do something like that. Yeah, but I, personally, I don't see the point. So they've built this. and they've got acquiring all the a lot of assets at the moment? Beg your pardon? You know who's acquiring a lot of assets at the moment? Who? New York. Oh, my God. That's interesting. If the Knicks... If the Knicks bite the bullet and trade for 41 year old LeBron so that he can play with his son, they will officially be the biggest joke in sport history for a franchise. That's the largest sporting like NBA franchise to go down that route. I'm sorry, but that's just embarrassing. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. The Knicks, the Knicks cannot have fallen off that bad that they need to become a gimmick team. Oh, bro. Anyhow, apart from signing LeBron, um, you know, haven't really got much else to ritual around him and AD and Russ besides picking up former Wizard and Bull Troy Brown Jr. Uh, hmm. Signing Scotty Pippen Jr. on a two-way. They're, the, like, the most notable ones. Um, and... You know what, though, bro? Just recently today, last couple of days, they managed to... Um, pick up Pat Beverly. So the expectation was Kyrie and the reality is Patrick Beverly, my friend. How are you feeling about that? I'm stoked. You lie. You lie so hard. You live on a throne of lies. Mate, can you imagine Pat Bev, that bulldog in there, chasing down rebounds, guarding guys who are like 10 inches taller than him, shutting them all down? Mate, it'll be it'll be beautiful to watch. Watching him get ejected from the Staples Center, 
not after not. He goes off the court, pointing down at the court, claiming this is his house. Fighting with rocks. Oh, that's going to be fun, hey. <laughs> Can you imagine if those two are on the floor at the same time? <laughs> Injuring each other to get a rebound. Oh, it may be special. I love it. Because um, love remember it. Pat Bev came out and said Russ tried to end his career? Yeah. And then after that... They hate each other, dude. They oh, absolutely they hate each other. Like when he was in Minnesota and Russ is shooting air balls and he's going around looking for the draft and open windows. And, mate, it'll be, it would be amazing if those two become teammates. Man. Like, I, I wouldn't pass the ball to the bloke. They are teammates now. Not amazing, they are. So the trade went through the other day. They um, traded Stanley Johnson and Taylor Horton Tucker for that. So do you know Taylor Horton Tucker's only 21? Once again. Did you know that? Yeah, I do. I do. I was just going to say, once again, Rob Palenka shocks me. Absolutely shocks me. Stanley um, Johnson was a pretty handy player for you guys last year defensively, yeah, and you're replacing yeah. it with a dude who's shorter than him and I don't know, man, has a likelihood of committing more fouls and getting ejected from games. Yeah, but don't forget, over the last two, three years, he's shot 38% from three. Um, he's a proper catch-and-shoot guy. Um, he will be... Almost the same as Caruso, I think, on that Laker team. And by that, by that, have, hold on, hold on. I saw that look on your face. You're just making sure you were talking about the same person here. Yeah, Pat Bev, mate. Um, okay. When Pat Bev was at Minnesota at the Timberwolves, do you, do you remember watching him play a lot there? A little bit, yeah. What was his, what did he do on off, on like playing offense? He oh, yeah. literally set screens for everyone else. We're starting to see the more positive side about it. You're going to be like a, a pat right as soon. This is hilarious. So um, no, never. You know yeah. I can't. Why you rationalize stuff about Lakers? Just no, but I'm trying to think about it logically. So at the start of last season, when Russ came into that team, he was playing off ball and he was setting screens and rolling to the basket. Yeah. Right. And then that lasted, what, four or five games? And then he wants the ball in his hands. Pat Bev, that's his, been his entire career. Set a screen for the other guard or a forward, roll to the basket, or duck out for a three. Do you reckon him and Russ are actually going to help each other's games? No. God, no. They're not going to play on the court at the same time. They can't. All I'm saying is Pat Bev at least brings the energy. Pat Bev is willing to play off the ball. Pat Bev is a better three-point shooter than Russ. So you're not going to leave Pat Bev open, are you? Think about it, bro. If Russ and Pat Bev are standing there, I know who I'm closing up. Okay. And I know who I'm going to shoot. Oh, this is hilarious. Am I okay. wrong, though? Like, talk me out of it. Like, talk me out of it. Talk me out of the Dude, like, you've... You've rationalized it for yourself. I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna let you wait until you sit through the season and just have to live through it. How's that? I know I'm gonna hate it, but all I'm saying is out of those two players, I know who I'd rather have shooting the ball. Yeah, fair enough. 
No. Like honestly, it's like that's how I'm in the off season. See how he goes. See how he goes. <clears throat> well, that's what I'm saying, bro. I know who I'd rather have shooting the ball, and I know who's going to not want to have the ball in his hands and have the ball in LeBron's hands. Yeah. Like it's a shit trade. I don't get it. I don't necessarily think Pat Bev is the answer. He's not. But out of those two players, I know who I'd rather have on the floor. I never thought I'd say I'd rather have Pat Bev on the floor ever in my entire life. It's lesser two evils, I suppose. Wow. Or is it? Or is I, it? I don't know, man. I really my, don't know. My mind's blown anyway. with the fact that I've just said I'd rather have Pat Bev on the floor than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I can't that's, believe I just that's added That's going to be the most people. interesting experiment in NBA history. Anyhow, I reckon they're going to trade Russ, man. I don't think they can exist in the same environment. See how it goes. Oh, well, moving on. Uh, NBA 2K23 is coming out next week, and we're all psyched about it. Um, this Jordan's on the front cover. You. 23 is the only one logical person to put on the front cover if you have the number 23 there. So, Anthony yeah. Did. I think enough said about that. Um, D. You could Jordan. have Michael Jordan. Michael Shrek. Jordan. The NBA needs to retire that number. Anyway, so I pre-ordered the game. I'm ready to go. Wait, I'm telling you, it's actually worth pre-ordering it this year if you notice on PS4 and PS5. I don't know if it's the same on Xbox, but you get a 12-month um, league pass with it subscription. So that's insane in itself. Um, 100%. That's insane. The money you save on that somewhere, the, what? 300 bucks. $500? No, it's 300 and something bucks, 350 I think it is. It's pretty crazy. but No, but like you get the game and everything as well. So you're only paying essentially $100 for a league pass for the entire year, which yep. is bonkers. Yeah, like, yeah, there's no more greater value than that. So, do you reckon it's the full league pass? Huh? Is it the full league pass? Is it? Why wouldn't it be? It says it is. I'm not sure. Like, it could be one of those premium league pass. Premium league pass. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've already pre ordered it. I'm already waiting to smash that. But in the meantime, me and Chappie have been cracking along on 2K22, my team. And we've got some videos coming out in the next couple of days. Um, I had my ass kicked the other day fairly handily, and that was our first recording. Next video, when we didn't record, I handed it back to him. did so for a couple of games after that. He's got me since then. Um, But today, just before we did have a game, he didn't know we were recording. So this is a surprise to him right now. Um, he, He lost his shit, people. It's going to be funny to watch. That's part two of our uh, five-part series on that. It's a best, is it a best of five or best of seven series? Best of seven, but we're not playing my team anymore. Oh, sweet. Yeah, there's the guy who's got all the shoes done up. Yeah, I know what you're about. Yeah, look at that smile break across your face. Mate, you got to get your shoes sorted, bro. you got to get your shoes sorted. You've been playing my team for how long? Oh, just... Since I've been back on 2K, like 18 months. There you go. Hmm. But no, they change the way you do shoes every year. Anyway, so when did I start yeah. playing? Team? Uh, when did I start playing my team? I don't know. Probably what? a year Two ago. You're pretending you didn't. 
oh, turn it up. You saw my, my team team. It was garbage. Guys in their 70s. Even um, that's only cards. What are you talking about? You're sorted now, but no, so, no, no, they need the shoes, bro. Nah, we'll get them sorted. Get them sorted. I uh, can't be fucked. Okay, so keep an eye out for them 2K videos. They'll be dropping in the next couple of days. Um, yeah, Why so wouldn't you tell me you're recording stuff. as well? What's that, mate? Why wouldn't you tell me you're recording? Oh, because it's just better when to catch you out like that, to get natural reactions at times. People, he lost it. He was on the verge of rage quitting several times. It was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Okay, mm. so... Um... <laughs> Look how filthy <laughs> Moving on. DeJounte Murray. Okay, yeah. so we've got some discussion topics. We've got two of them. Um, recently, there's been some pro-ams going on. Um, we'll cover Chet first. So Chet Holgram just got injured, foot injury. And OKC has ruled him out for the entire season. Now, apparently... This injury just would normally rule you out for six to eight weeks, possibly 10 at the most. So it's a bit odd that they've gone to rule him out for the entirety of the season. But it also makes me wonder if they want to be in for this, um, the French kid who's seven foot five next year. If they're looking to be part of the teams that are going on the biggest tankathon in the history of NBA. Have you heard about this? You know, though. The way that the fact that you have a lottery now, it's not guaranteed. So you could tank. I know that. And not even get the guy you want to get. Like it's high risk, high reward. Just play basketball, man. Oh, I know. I know. I'm not big on that either. But like, um, yeah, the Holgram injury is but really interesting. So everyone was saying he was too frail. And it was so the interesting thing that he was actually guarding LeBron at the time. That's what I'm saying. That's what happens when you try to guard the king, mate. Well, it's not just the king. It's just the fact that it's like they're the kind of players you're going to have to guard in the NBA. And, like, that is peak. But at the same time, it's a face peak. It's a freak accident. Like, it's an accident. Like, let's be honest. Dude, have you seen the guy? He's not very – Yeah, he's he a stick. He's got any size to him, man. He's a stick, an actual stick, dude. So, yeah. But man can ball. Can ball. Can ball. Yeah, you need durability to play in the NBA. I think that's fairly obvious. So maybe he needs to bulk up for the offseason. Uh, for this entirety of the season. I think that's more the issue, I think, here than the foot. So, mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, yeah, keep an eye out for Chet. Hopefully he makes a comeback this year, but he might not, I don't think. Maybe they'll throw him in at the end of the year when they know that the season's absolutely gone just to give him some game time and stuff. Anyhow, yeah. so probably the other thing... Like an Embiid type thing and try to get him to become Rookie of the Year and all this other shit. You yeah, know? next year. Mm. They did Makes that with Simmons as well, didn't they? Yeah. They held him out for a year and then gene him up as rookie of the year the next year. Which is um but anyway. Yeah, Devonta, him and um Donovan Mitchell have beef about that. Anyhow, Devonte Murray um has had some interesting comments and interactions with Paolo Bencaro, the um number one pick in the NBA draft. Why is he um, so hurt over that man? I don't know, man. I think he talked a little bit of smack to him and he got super offended by it because he should be showing him respect and being humble. He said he told him to stay humble, but he did the most freaking unbelievable shit, man. He was so disrespectful. I, I don't know how he can tell anyone to be humble with the shit he was doing. 
even to other pro-am players, like the week before they were even playing against that dude, he's like bouncing ball off their head and stuff. And, oh, man, it was just I, – I can't believe it, dude, the audacity of the prick to say stay humble. You know what, though? If you're going to be bouncing the head off people, if you're going to be bouncing the ball off people's heads and stuff, go and play against the professor, someone who plays street ball. Yeah, don't just you know, like walk in and pro am and like do it. Some bloke the freaking is a plumber for a living. <laughs> what I mean, like actual plumbers, you know, actual plumbers. Like you're coming up against amateurs and yeah. you're playing on like a muppet. First and foremost, your conditioning is well and truly better than what theirs is. You're a hundred percent stronger than them because you. You can disrespect them with the skills. You don't have to do it to that level and degree. Nah, you don't. And then all the dancing and all that other shit and pointing and laughing and carrying on like a right turkey. Like, uh, it was bizarre. Yeah. I, I lost a lot of respect, though. But now oh, I actually I understand why the Spurs are willing to let him go. He's an absolute tool. Yeah. He's a bit of a tool, though. No, not even so a bit. He's a tool. They all, they all think that they're going to go all the way to the Hawks now that they've got Murray. It's, it's a really interesting mindset they've got over there. They think Collins... Um, Young and Murray are going to be this dynamic duo that's just going to, like, or trio that's just going to tear it Isn't it, it funny apart. that it was actually the three of them carrying on as well? Yeah, yeah, they're twits, so. Yeah. And I have no time for any three of them. They're going to be the most hated freaking trio in the league. 100%. And kind of insignificant in a sense as well, so. Okay, that brings us to the end of the show for this week. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please remember to give us a five-star review and to share us on the socials. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please remember to subscribe to the channel and to like all our videos. Okay, we'll see you later.